Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriati, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriati has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, freedom to retire. The Federal Reserve going to raise interest rates again early next month. Surprise, surprise. Best-selling financial author Larry McDonald tells Fox Business he thinks the Fed is soon going to back down on these hikes and that'll give way to a market rebound. But he says there is more. The beast in the market is about to break the Fed over its knees sometime in the next 30 days. And then we have a big rally out of that. Between now and March or so, we could really rally when the, once the Fed pulls away. But then we're going to be stuck with more elevated inflation in the 4 to 6% range for years to come. So that's going to restructure portfolio allocation. In other words, the previous decade you wanted to be in growth stocks. Now you need to be in value in emerging markets in a whole different portfolio for an elevated inflation regime. Now, if somebody is on the edge of retiring, Jim, how would you position them, especially when that rally that, that Larry is talking about there could be a short bull market bounce in the middle of a longer, more prolonged bear market? Yeah, it's very easy to slip right into that, uh, into the spell of, oh my goodness, we're back. The market's, everything is great now. <laughs> it's, but, you know, it's a really interesting concept the way he described it. But um, the only problem is I, I don't think it's going to happen exactly how he laid out. The reason is that, you know, the Fed has gotten so much criticism that they haven't really attacked inflation strong enough. So I highly doubt they're, they're going to just ease up on raising interest rates right in the middle of the fight. Um, I, I don't see what good it would do to actually, you know, help in slowing down the effects of inflation if the Fed were to just back off suddenly. But but look, I, I've been saying the same thing on every show for the past few months that the, the market has been going down recently just based on the news that the Fed is raising interest rates. We we still, as a nation, have to go through all of the digestion as an economy, really, of the of the effects of the higher interest rates. Mm-hmm. Remember, the housing market, um, I, I was just reading on the news, that we're back up to 20-year highs on mortgages. 20-year <laughs> highs. Uh, but the, the housing market, really, it's just really begun to, to cool off. We, we, we um, have to see how these much higher interest rates are going to negatively impact the, the housing prices. The auto industry, that's that's also going to be in the mix because they're likely to suffer with the higher interest rates on on auto loans. Um, businesses of all sizes are going to be impacted by by higher interest rates because they borrow money all the time. The the inventory that they that they um, purchase oftentimes is with borrowed money. It's mm-hmm. likely to cost more. Um, the building that they're eyeing up across the street that they might want to acquire to expand, that might cost more because, you know, they're borrowing money to buy the building. Um, and, yeah, they might need to begin laying off workers in order to afford running their business. So that's where this uh, this the, the messy unemployment spikes sort of come into play. And this this could really become a big mess, Chris. And it could become a situation where if you are, you know, five years out from retirement and you have that circled, you know, uh, down the line, you know, 2027, 20, 20 you know, soon uh, there may be a situation where that is thrust upon you earlier. If 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 we're talking about you know these layoffs and things that they typically will find the, the senior employees and, and let them go a little bit early. So uh, should people just go ahead and make sure their ducks are in a row? Uh, you know, if and when that time comes. Hopefully, it doesn't. But if it does, 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about all the people that were laid off suddenly when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. You think they were expecting to get a walk in their office on on a Friday afternoon and see a big package on their desk of paperwork? So, (laughs) hey, you know, we thought you were going to stick around for another uh, couple of years, but hey, we're laying you off. Uh, Yeah, recessions, you know, turn into situations where people are, are laid off. But the, the main way that I'm helping clients at, at, at this time is to just help them prepare for the possibilities and the likelihood of a, of a deeper recession and how it's going to impact their, their retirement savings. And I'm finding that the people that are being hit hardest at this time are people that have the same exact investments that they've had uh, five years ago mm-hmm. or a few years ago. The, the people that haven't made any adjustments at all, um, not even little adjustments in, in light of this major uh, transition that we're going through with the high inflation. And sometimes, you know, it's their financial advisor to blame. I'm going to come out and say it. You know, the advisors you're just telling them to ride it out, you know, even, even though the advisor is very well aware that their portfolio is likely to not do well um, in periods of higher inflation with the types of investments they have picked out. Uh, so, for example, if you have a lot of bond funds, what I've been talking about on almost every show, yeah. or if you're, if you're heavy in tech, Technology, they're those two uh, asset classes. They're almost the always the the hardest hit when interest rates go up. So if your current advisor is telling you not to worry about anything at all and to, you know, not make any adjustments whatsoever, um, really as these inflation levels stay high and much higher interest rates, you know, likely coming our way, I, I would suggest getting that second opinion as soon as possible. Don't wait on this stuff. Uh, I've been making it so easy for clients to get in touch with me. All you have to do is call my office. The phone number is 610-894-7415. You can call right now. Actually, you're not going to get onto the show, but you can call and get my staff and they'll book a meeting with you Mm -hmm. uh, uh, for you and I together, a phone call uh, this upcoming week or a Zoom. um, And I'll give you that complimentary consultation that I've been getting so many of of our listeners uh, to see if I can make any suggestions for your particular situation. And we want to look into this now, uh, Chris, before things possibly get worse. Absolutely. I've never known a situation where someone has said, oh, don't worry, it's going to be okay, where the person just immediately said, oh, okay, I'll be fine. If you are worried, it's completely valid. And if your advisor is telling you not to worry, well, maybe maybe there's some moves that need to be made that they're hesitant to make for whatever reason. Don't want to get into the psychology of that. But get that second opinion. Take advantage of this offer. Uh, you know, Have that conversation with Jim Cipriotti in the coming week and see if there are things that can be moved to hopefully help you feel a little bit more confident about your retirement prospects in the future. Again, completely complimentary. 610-894-7415 is the phone number. Or you can, if you prefer, you can go online to retirereadyfg.com. Well, what are you most concerned about in retirement? There was a new survey by Schroeder's that found uh, that 33% of near retirees were terrified to give up their paycheck. The thoughts of, you know, not having that that consistent money coming in anymore from their job. 55% don't believe they're going to be able to replace even 75% of their current paycheck. So mm. I think valid concerns and it, it all ties into that, you know, that fear of outliving your your money. So Jim, how are you helping clients with, with these concerns? Yeah, and here we are in, in Halloween season. So yeah, the, the thought of giving Spooky up times, a paycheck yeah. is a scary prospect. That, that's for sure. But yeah, prior generations, you know, like our grandparents and our, our parents, uh, in many cases, were, were usually able to count on a, a pension check for the rest of their life mm-hmm. after work. It would pretty much pick up right after their, their last paycheck came, the pension check came. So it was like really no much of a, of a difference with... Um, with a, a transitioning there. Uh, and that pension check was, you know, pretty reliable because it ended up in their bank accounts every week or every two weeks, every, every cycle there. Uh, but most of 
corporate America does not have pensions any longer. I know I don't have one. No, I don't. Um, yeah. And we, we have 401ks and, and 403bs and TSPs and uh, 457 plans, deferred comp. We have a whole you know, variety of those types. And yeah, 401ks, they definitely have a lot of positive aspects. They're, but they're, you know, they're far from perfect, far from it. Um, you know, this is when you asked that question is, was making me think about a couple that came in from Willow Grove. Uh, they came into to my Radnor office to see me last week. Um, they had a nice amount of money saved for retirement. They had about $440,000 combined, okay. uh, between both of their four. He had a 401k, the wife had a 403b. She was a teacher. Um, certainly a nice amount of money. They worked really hard for it. Um, but they were frustrated, especially that husband. He was frustrated because Jim, that balance used to be worth a little over six hundred thousand mm-hmm. earlier in the year. So yeah, they they took quite a hit, as did many others. Uh, and their concern was that look, if this four hundred and forty thousand dollars that they have now, if that keeps shrinking, like down to maybe three hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars, they were concerned that that three hundred and fifty wasn't going to be enough money to last them both for the next you know twenty to twenty five years into their retirement. Uh, but what I did, I took a deeper look into their into their picture there. Uh, I asked them a few questions and uh, I learned that uh, they just refinanced their mortgage, uh, which a lot of people did last year. Yeah. Uh, when the rates sunk down really, really low. So it was an opportune time for sure, because they plan on staying in their home as long as they possibly could. Um, so the bottom line was that what I did is I looked at their Social Security checks that they have coming in. They each had a Social Security check. Uh, and we looked at, you know, withdrawing from their 401k. And when I crunched the numbers real quick, we realized that if their money did, in fact, go down to that 350000 level or, or thereabouts, um, that their money would likely run out in their mid-70s. Mm. And, of course, this was not an option. Uh, they, they did not want to move out of this house. No, of course it, it was a normal-sized house. It wasn't like a big five-bedroom house from when they had kids. This was a, this was a normal-sized house that they could retire in. And the, you know, the wife said, where are we going to go? If we move out, we're going to buy someplace else and it's going to be either you know, some sort of higher price or higher interest rates, et cetera. So, uh, you know, and a lot of people just don't want to move out of their house when they're when they're in their 70s. Uh, Chris, I know I wouldn't want to. Would you? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, the couple was faced, you know, they had a tough decision. Um, they, they realized it was just too much of a gamble of their their lifestyle and their retirement at large if, if they had to give up their home. So I was able to show them a, an alternative uh, to what they were currently doing. Uh, and I was able to show them an example of an annuity, believe it or not, in this picture. Okay. I was able to, pro, uh, to show them how the monthly income from the annuity, um, it was there, uh, it was to provide that monthly income for the rest of both of their lives. Mm. And the monthly income would arrive right in their bank account every month, regardless of whether the stock market was going up and up and up. Or down and down and down. That income was steady, uh, and the monthly income, you know, that uh, the amount that we were able to get, it was likely able to keep them securely comfortable uh, in their home for the okay. rest of their lives. Great. Yes, uh, and the decision, you know, it was difficult for the husband. I remember this specifically with the husband. He's, he was really uh, hung up on that six hundred thousand. He wanted he wanted the money to go back up to that six hundred thousand. Yeah, sure. But he realized, you know, it, it could take. A few years, maybe several years to get back to that level. That's what prior downturns, how long it took. Um, and if the market did keep going down and down, he knew that, he, you know, he, he would be reducing his balance further and further because they were 
taking withdrawals mm-hmm. each month. And as the market was continuing to, to go down, it was pulling his balance down and the withdrawals were making it worse. And he realized that was the biggest gamble of all, uh, having that balance continue to, to drop. So if you're listening to this and you can kind of relate to this story, meaning you know, that you have a, a fixed amount of bills and expenses that you need to have paid throughout your retirement, Again, I would suggest giving my office a call. You can reach out to me uh, on the phone. Or you can uh, go to my website, which, of course, is retirereadyfg.com. And we could set up a few minutes this upcoming week for a phone call or a Zoom or a, a meeting in one of my offices just to make sure your finances are best positioned uh, so that you're able to stay in your home and enjoy the, the same quality and lifestyle that you're uh, currently enjoying in your, in your retirement, Chris. Again, it's completely valid to have concerns about market performance these days in your retirement prospects. But is your advisor telling you not to worry about it or are they creating a strategy to to tackle that head on? Maybe you don't have a mortgage anymore uh, or, or maybe you do. Maybe you just have a couple years left in it. Regardless, there are those expenses you're going to see every month. You know, utilities don't suddenly stop when your house is paid off. Uh, medical expenses, prescriptions, things like that. If you have those expenses that you know are coming in every month and you can develop a strategy where it's covered by some component of guaranteed income, whether it is from a pension or social security or using an annuity or a combination of the three of them, it can go a long way, I think, to addressing that concern, knowing that that you know those bills are going to be covered and so you can still have money in the market and not have to, to worry about what it's doing day to day, whether that is going to force you out of your house. Again, I think it's a conversation, a very valuable conversation and not going to cost you anything but your time. So it could be some of the most valuable time you spend on the road towards retirement. Once again, that number 610-894-7415 to schedule a time to speak with Jim in the coming week or go online to the website. Like you said, retirereadyfg.com. I know this is a loaded question I'm about to ask, but how much do you hate dealing with customer service? There was a new survey uh, that found that one in four Americans would rather shave their head than speak with a representative. Uh, I don't know about all that, but, uh, you know, others said they'd rather do their taxes, go to the dentist, stand in line at the DMV or spend a night in jail than resolve an issue on the phone. That's the one that's completely shocking to me because the rest of them, it's all still customer service, but the night in jail, I don't know. So with that said, Jim. How would you rate your customer service with clients? Is it worth uh, you know, shaving your head rather than avoiding? How often do you talk with them or, or have those face-to-face meetings? Yeah, and I, I don't know who makes these surveys, Chris, but yeah. some of them have me laughing. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I guess you know, at the end of the day, a lot of, uh, a lot of people get really frustrated in, mm-hmm. in trying, to, to trying to talk with customer service people over the phone. Um, you know, and, and I get it. You know, there's um, you know, some of these big companies that have hired, you know, uh, call centers from overseas, you know, who, yeah. you know, they pick up the phone and they have a, you know, a really just heavy, you know, brilliant people, of course, but there's just that language, right? There's a heavy accent mm-hmm. or, you know, sometimes their English is just a little bit difficult to understand, or sometimes the connection isn't the greatest. It, it's, you can't really hear the volume isn't really high enough. But, yeah. And, you know, yeah, it can be annoying for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of times it's all in who you get with these customers. I, I can remember calling into Comcast before because uh, my TV wasn't working. The, the guy had me shoving my head behind the TV. I was, you know, there for 40 minutes. Just oh, geez. Unpl- uh, unplug this wire and then plug it back in and, and then that wire and then uh, get your, go get your remote and then press this button and then the other button and then hold this down for eight <laughs> seconds. And, then, you know, it's just 45 minutes wasted Hop on uh, one or foot. an hour wasted yeah. and the TV still didn't work. Mm. Then uh, I waited around five or 10 minutes, frustrated, took a few deep breaths and I called them back. Uh, and this time the person knew exactly what the problem was. He had the TV up and running in less than two minutes. Uh, and I'm 
sure we've all had that situation, yeah. you know, or something similar with with other companies that we deal with when it comes to customer service. I'm sure you have stories too, Chris. I actually talking about refinancing. <laughs> I refinanced my car loan after shortly after I got it because I found the website to, to make the payments. I'm not going to say which company it was. I found the website and the app so frustrating and, and it just didn't work. And, and even when I tried to call, I couldn't reach anybody. So I immediately refinanced and went to, you know, uh, my, my old uh, lending company because I knew how they were and, and just the quality was going to be better. So, you know, I, I agree entirely. Again, uh, I probably would have stayed with them rather than spend a night in prison. Uh, but <laughs> that, your mileage may vary, I guess. Right. And, uh, you know, and that's a whole other story when you can't even reach any human being mm-hmm. at all. A lot of these online things that that's a whole other level of frustration. But yeah, but when it comes to me as a financial planner, you know, I'm helping people out every day who are in their 50s, 60s and 70s. I think my biggest strong suit that I have going is that they're working with me personally. They're hearing me on the radio. Yeah. They're seeing me on my television segments and they're getting me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and every time they're calling for a question, it's me that answers the question. Uh, you know, they don't have to re-explain their story to a brand new customer service rep or a brand new person that that, that, that doesn't know them. Um, you don't have to wait on hold with, you know, corny music for, oh, yeah. for 45 minutes. That's frustrating. We all know that. Um, you're not going to get someone with broken English, you know, you know, my English, what it sounds like uh, <laughs> from hearing me every week. And, you know, you don't get pushed off to another financial professional when you call into my show, you're, mm-hmm. you're speaking with me personally. And there's a lot of the other big companies too, like Vanguard and, and others that, um, I know for a fact, don't even allow you to stop in and visit with them. Mm-hmm. You, you can't speak with anyone in their company in person, um, to, to handle your investments. Uh, they stopped doing that many years ago. Even if you pay that fee to have one of their advisors kind of so you don't have to call and get a different advisor, you can you can pay them a fee, which may add up to several thousand dollars per year. Uh, But you still never get to meet that person face to face and shake their hand while looking at them in the eye. And I think that's really important. You know, we're all humans. We need to know the vibe that we pick up from each other. Of course, Um, you can tell a lot about a person's character by sitting down with them for an hour and sharing some stories and just talking about this, that, the other. And, you know. I think about some financial people and these are, you know, even some of my friends and colleagues, they're just straight to business, you know, whipping out the charts and the graphs and the <laughs> spreadsheets, kind of like a robot, you know, while other financial professionals, you know, they want to get to know you as a, as a person and actually sit down with you and get to know what your concerns are, what your fears are, what your tastes are and different types of strategies. And just really explain things to you in a, in a matter that you can truly understand. So many folks out there have retirement accounts through through work, and they have yet to meet any financial professional ever. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the folks that are truly missing out. I, look, I, I have two offices. There's one in Pennsylvania, right in Radnor, right near uh, Villanova University, about two blocks away, right behind the Radnor Hotel. And the other office is in Marlton, New Jersey, right across from the Whole Foods on Route 73. And if we set up a time to meet with each other in person, my door will be wide open for you. Sometimes it's just nice to get to know the person that's managing your money. Absolutely. And sometimes it's nice to be able to reach out and shake that person's hand or sometimes give them a big old hug too, Chris. That works as well. <laughs> I think so. And, you know, when we're talking about two through and beyond retirement, you're going to be there along with them for the, the, the journey, you know, as they go to through, like I just said, two through and beyond retirement. You're, you're not just, uh, all right, well, thanks for signing on the dotted line. I'll see you never. This is a relationship that you're going to maintain for the, the entirety of the re- retirement, right? Yeah. I mean, they're getting different customer service reps every time they make a, you know, every every two or three months, it's mm-hmm. a new person and there's no consistency. No one, no one that truly cares about 
developing your your retirement uh, plan and financial security throughout the rest of your life like it would be if you had your own particular person in your corner. Yeah. Jim Cipriati is that person. He's, he's right there for you. Again, whether it is coming into his offices, you know, in Radnor, Pennsylvania, Marlton, New Jersey, whether it is just a phone call or you want to do that Zoom meeting, whatever you're most comfortable with. If you have questions and concerns about your retirement and you want to start developing that relationship, start developing that retirement plan, 610-894-7415. That is the phone number. Again, you're going to speak to one of uh, Jim's uh, helpers at his office and then they'll schedule that time. But then when it gets down to brass tacks, you're going to be speaking with Jim every single time, start developing that strategy and not having to re-explain yourself, not having to hope that you're going to get someone else who understands the situation. Uh, it is going to be Jim Cipriati. So again, 610-894-7415 to start with that, that complimentary appointment, or you can go online to retireadyfg.com. Now, earlier we talked about guaranteed income and the importance of that. And I mentioned Social Security and actually Social Security uh, this year, they just announced the middle of October, they're going to be doling out their biggest cost of living adjustment or yeah. COLA in four decades for 2023. Ooh. Benefits are going to go up by 8.7% thanks to inflation. Actually, it would have been higher if not for the fact that gas prices, uh, you know, did trickle down a yeah, little bit towards yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't win for losing. But uh, here's the thing. On the surface, that sounds like good news for seniors. Any increase is a good thing. But the reality is higher food and living prices and the cost of Medicare Part B payments could throw them for an actual loss. It doesn't always keep up with, with actual inflation. So, how do you factor in Social Security in someone's retirement plan, that income? Yeah, I mean, look, 8.7% increase. I mean, that's that's huge, Chris. Yeah. That really is. So mm-hmm. it, it, if you're receiving 30 grand a year for, for your Social Security benefit, that's an extra, you know, roughly 2,600 bucks you'll receive next year. Not, not bad. No, not at all. But look, before we start popping champagne bottles <laughs> and booking these big, you know, lavish vacations, we, we might want to take a deeper look into how much We've actually been spending lately at these stores. I mean, look at these prices. Uh, everyday stuff that we use, gas prices are still through the roof too. Yeah. Utility prices, uh, just about everywhere we look, things are higher. So for those folks out there on, on those fixed incomes, the, the increase in the Social Security might just be a wash. Uh, also, these Medicare Part B payments, this is some good news, they're supposed to be going down next year. Yeah. So that could be a little bit of a help, uh, creating some extra cash flow there. And I was reading other articles recently, which are explaining how retirees are, are dipping into their emergency savings, even nowadays, in order to, to keep up with these higher costs. Mm. And you know, it's hard to imagine these times as emergency type situations, but here we are, Chris. <laughs> and being able to eat and you know keep the lights on, it, it could end up being an emergency, sure. Yeah, we, if we need it, we need it. Mm-hmm. But look, Social Security, yeah, it, it happens to be one of my areas uh, that I focus my practice. It's one of my areas of specialty. And I, I've been helping people for years, just making sure they're aware of all these different strategies and ways to collect. One of the techniques I, I'm seeing people missing quite often is for the for the folks who are now divorced. And remember, we have a large amount of our population here in greater Philadelphia and throughout the nation that's divorced. Yeah. Um, but if you're divorced now and, and you're, you're not remarried, and if you were married for longer than 10 years, um, you may be el- eligible to collect... Um, spousal benefits off of your ex-spouse and before you start getting nervous oh they're going to be my ex is going to be ticked off if i start doing that listen it's not going to reduce anything Mm -hmm. that your spouse receives your spouse won't even your ex won't even know about it it's private and um it doesn't impact him or her negatively uh whatsoever and you know there's a lot of people that uh worry that, you know, I'm gonna, I don't want to get that phone call from my ex. But look, uh, <laughs> you, you, you might very well be just eligible to receive monthly income mm-hmm. 
from that spousal benefit while you're letting your social security benefit to continue to grow in the backdrop. Okay. Yeah. So you can, and you can switch over to your own benefit anytime you want um, at any age. So if you start collecting the spousal and then you want to switch over to your larger benefit, go for it. Yeah, and Chris, people just need to understand that the, the social security administration is they're not responsible for contacting you and finding you and tracking you down and letting you know, you know, oh, it looks like you were married for 10 years. You might be eligible for spousal. <laughs> they're, they're not going to do that. So don't wait for that knock on the door or that, you know, they're, 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 they're not going to send you, you know, a letter or a little smiley postcard letting, you know, following your situation. They're there to process your requests. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what to request, then you're not going to, they're not going to offer you advice. So that's where financial planners like myself come into the mix. So after I get to know your situation a little bit better, I'm the one that's going to say, oh, you know what? Maybe you're eligible for, for this, that, or the other. Um, and these are techniques that you wouldn't even know to enter into Google or somewhere else that you're you know, looking up these, uh, these techniques because you don't know what to type in. So what I suggest is give me a call. We could set up a time to chat the upcoming week. Uh, my phone number, once again, 610-894-7415. And I just want to throw up one other thing that has nothing to do with Social Security uh, in the mix here. But I've been getting a lot of requests um, for for year end tax planning techniques when it comes to our stocks and and our mutual funds. And I mentioned this on previous shows and I've gotten a flurry of phone calls um, setting up meetings and, and such when I mentioned how if you have losses that you took earlier this year or anytime this year, uh, you may be able to write off those losses against any gains that that you have in other stocks or other mutual funds. Um, and of course, that's just general information. I'll have to get into the specifics when I when I chat with you. But there are ways where you don't have to pay any capital gains tax on your stocks with those gains if you're able to sell them and have them uh, those gains being offset by similar types of losses that you took in other um, in other types of investments. A lot of people remember the story I spoke of where the woman went to, to Greece with the money that she was able to to save. Um, people say, explain to me that, that woman again, <laughs> the one you sent to Greece. Uh, but but yeah, so you, we only have a few weeks left in the year to do this. So give my office a call and we could, uh, you know, we'll set up a time to talk. This is all complimentary guidance. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call. 610-894-7415 or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriotti, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900.